Welcome to the Big Talk Podcast, where we chat all things business and personal development related, totally unfiltered and unscripted. I'm your host, Amanda Davies, and I'm here to help you transform into the leader you were born to be, stand apart from the competition, and most importantly, share your message with the world in a big, big way. Are you ready? Welcome once again to Big Talk. Hey guys, and welcome back to this week's episode of the podcast. I am really excited to be talking to you about this topic today. It's the topic of identity work. It is something that I am so, so passionate about. It really is the foundation or one of the foundations of of what I teach, what I coach, and what I train around. So honestly, guys, this concept of identity work, I'm going to explain a little bit more about what that means in a moment, but it is truly one of the keys to being able to transform not just your business, but also your life as well. So like all of my messages, of course, there is a business focus, but there is always that kind of double side to what I speak about, which is that this is going to be applicable to your personal life just as much as it is to your business as well. But before I get stuck into the content this week, I do want to apologize. I live in the middle of London, so there is a lot of noise around at the moment. There's a lot of construction work happening on my street. So if you can hear some hammering and some everything else, I do apologize, but there's not a lot I can do about it, I'm afraid. I've tried my best to soundproof where I'm sat, but it's just one of those things, but hopefully it's not too distracting, guys. But let's get into this concept of of identity work. And let me just sort of share a little bit about what I mean when I talk about identity work, because what I see happening a lot now, whether this is in people's personal lives or whether it's in their business, I see people trying to achieve big goals. I see people trying to change and transform personally whilst remaining the same, whilst remaining the same, the same person. And it just doesn't work that way. It just doesn't work that way. There is something about needing to step into and claim a new identity in order to hit your goals, in order to go to that next level in your life and your business that is absolutely required in order for you to achieve that. And so what I see people do is is getting frustrated and like, oh, how come I'm missing these goals? And why can't I make this change? Why can't I quit smoking? Why can't I do all of this stuff? Well, it's because you're trying to create change from where you are right now. And where you are right now is essentially a byproduct of all of the lessons and, and kind of life stuff that's brought you to this point. And it will not and cannot get you to that next level that you say that you desire to get to. So whether that is, as I said, quit, quitting smoking, being that person who goes for a walk or a jog at six o'clock in the morning, or creating a new business, launching a new business, stepping into the role of entrepreneur, growing your business to 20K, 30K, 100K a month, creating a multiple seven-figure business. You know, whatever these levels are and these goals that you desire in your life, you absolutely need to be creating and stepping into a new identity in order to achieve those goals and those next levels. Who you are now cannot create the massive change that you desire in your life. And I'm just going to call it tight. Okay. So, you know, this is really the underlying message of what I'm here to to share with you today. Um, Obviously, I'm going to be sharing some practical tools and, and tips like always, but, you know, what, what, I'm, what I'm really wanting to share with you and impress upon you today is that personal change is required in order for you to hit your goals and to move into that next level. Now, let me be really clear. 
I am not saying that you need to, and I know there's a lot of people that, that sort of talk about this, but I'm not saying that you need to fake it till you make it. I'm not saying that you need to be inauthentic. I'm not saying that you need to become someone else and someone that you're not. Absolutely not. I have a very, very, very strong belief that all of us have within us this incredible well of potential, God-given gifts and talents and potential that largely remain unaccessed. So when I talk about stepping into a new identity, it's a new version of yourself. It's about remembering the truth of who you are. It's not about being inauthentic or being someone that you are not. I want to make that really clear. It's actually just about remembering and starting to access and tap into the parts of yourself that you probably haven't accessed or tapped into before. And there's a process around how to do this, obviously, but I wanted to kind of make that really clear up front because sometimes the pushback I get is, oh, well, I, you know, I don't want to be inauthentic and da, da, da. it's like, well, this isn't about being inauthentic. It's about claiming who you already are and remembering who you already are. Okay. Because like I said, all of us have this incredible well of untapped potential, God-given gifts and talents that, that we're only just scratching the surface of more often than not. Because the trouble is over the years, 30, 40, 50, 60, however old you are, over the years, we've built up a collection of masks and identities and survival suits, quite often off the back of our experiences and, and stories and, and things that have happened to us or things that have been told to us uh, in our lives. And more often than not, it's those masks and survival suits and identities that we've layered up that, that kind of need to be peeled back in order for us to access this new identity that we need, okay? Sometimes I refer to these layers that we've built up over the years as, as like shadows, shadowy layers. Some of you have may even have heard of the concept of shadow work. So we're going to go down a bit of a rabbit hole here, all right, before we get onto the practical stuff. But it's really important that you understand the background on this because I think understanding how we operate as, as people uh, can really help in terms of our own obviously our own development and what we're trying to do here. So let's go down, down the rabbit hole a little bit on this, but these sort of shadowy layers that we build up over the years, sometimes people refer to this as the shadow and, you know, it's, it's become a little bit kind of <laughs> lost in translation, you know, the shadow and, and shadow work, but it's actually a term that was coined by the, um, the psychotherapist Carl Jung back in the early 1900s you know, this concept of the shadow self, all right? I mean, I really do believe that these masks and these layers, these identities, these beliefs that we build up, all of these parts of our survival suit form essentially part of our shadow. And we all have a shadow as humans. I'm obviously, I'm not talking about the shadow that follows us around when we're walking down the street. <laughs> I'm talking about the shadowy parts of us that lay within the deep recesses of our subconscious mind. All right. So um, Carl Jung spoke about the shadow self, but really, I mean, he's the one that sort of brought it, I guess, to, to Western thought. Um, before that, the concept of the shadow has absolutely been alive and well in, you know, lots of uh, native cultures 
and traditions the world over for literally millennia. But he is the one that really started to obviously bring it to the Western world. But I guess, you know, what is the shadow then? I sort of describe it as these shadowy layers and these identities and masks and survival suits, like, you know, for example, the wounded child. I'm sure many of us have heard of that. And, you know, the people pleaser and the one that runs around and kind of bends to others' whim. And, you know, maybe there's the tough girl that you've sort of built up over the years. And there are all of these kind of coping mechanisms and reactive ways that we've survived throughout our life. And this is very much part of the human condition, all right? The shadow is really all of these parts of ourselves. You know, I gave some examples there, but essentially the shadow is, you know, the, the stuff that we've, we don't really want to look at. <laughs> part of ourselves we don't really want to kind of look at the stuff about us that that isn't amazing it's the stuff that we don't love it's the part that parts of us that we don't want to listen to it's the part of us that we've discarded that's maybe is painful to sort of look at maybe it's even a little scary to look at too the stuff that we have disdain for and we all have this guys we all have these shadowy layers and parts of ourselves that could take the form of masks and identities and survival suits and coping mechanisms, even down to things like compulsions and addictions. Um, and I really do believe as well that, you know, the more that we kind of shine a light on these layers and these shadowy parts of ourselves, the more opportunity we have to step into our potential and into our light. Because the great thing is, is when we start to excavate these layers and when we start to look at the shadow, you know, I mean, that's where our power is as well, because we know exactly where we start to sabotage ourselves. We know exactly how we respond in situations and we start to increase our self-awareness to the point where it's like it's on freaking steroids. Okay. This isn't just about understanding our traits and preferences and staying at that kind of personality level. This is about going really deep around understanding why the hell can't we keep, why can't we reach that goal? What keeps getting in the way? Oh, guess what? You probably have a saboteur deep in your subconscious mind that prevents you from hitting that goal or takes you back to that addictive behavior or takes you back to those beliefs and thoughts and patterns that tell you you're not enough. So it's about rooting out and shining a light on these shadowy parts of ourselves so we can move forward and really hit our potential and achieve those goals and make the change happen that we really want to create in our lives as well. The problems start to happen when we ignore these shadowy layers, right? The, the problems happen because if you were to think about, if it was to use an analogy of a dinner party and you're hosting a dinner party, you've got 12 guests coming and they're all sat around the table, yet you only want to speak to six of those guests and you ignore the other half of, <laughs> of the dinner party. So you, you ignore six people. Right. What do you think those six people who are ignored are going to start feeling? They're going to start feeling pretty pissed off. They're going to start feeling a bit like, well, why did I even bother? They might even start to gossip and argue. They might even start to cause a ruckus. Yeah, they might kick over chairs, spill, you know, spill stuff or have food fights. I don't know. Right. But the reality is those six guests that you are ignoring are actually going to start to cause major problems. And it's the same with our shadowy parts. So if we only want to have a conversation and look at the good stuff, and yet we ignore the bad stuff, quote unquote, bad stuff, I don't believe that it's bad at all. But if we 
start to ignore those shadowy parts, then they're going to start causing a fuss. And we're going to start to see this coming out more and more in our lives as well. All right. So for example, if we keep ignoring things like, you know, why are we people pleasing all the time? Why do I have this particular compulsion? Or why do I have, you know, this, this victim mentality? Or why do I keep sabotaging my success? If we keep ignoring that and we don't do the excavation around it, what happens is we're going to see it happening more and more and more. Got it? So, you know, this is the thing about the shadow and, and just generally how our subconscious mind works is it's like an iceberg. You know, we will start to see things above the surface. We'll start to see maybe the irrational, angry outbursts, not in a healthy way. Maybe we'll start to see, as I said, the addictive behaviors. Maybe we'll start to see the sabotaging our goals. Maybe we'll start to see the beliefs and the self-talk and the inner critic. These are just little flashes above the surface but what's really going on beneath is the rest of this whole freaking shadowy iceberg. And that's very much submerged in the subconscious mind. This is the stuff we can't see day to day, but it is the stuff that drives us. It is the stuff that's responsible for the most part in terms of our behaviors and actions and attitudes and where we're going. But so many of us guys, you know, go around ignoring that massive iceberg that's lurking beneath the surface. And yet we wonder why, you know, maybe we kind of, we lose it or we kind of, we, we keep sabotaging our success and we sort of see these little bits above the surface, but we're like, hmm, we don't do the work to go deeper. And this is really what I'm talking about today when it comes to these shadowy layers and excavating those so we can start to create and step into these new identities and these new incredible parts of ourselves that are actually going to serve us and help us achieve our goals. Now, obviously, I want to bring this back to your business in particular and you know how this sort of manifests on a day-to-day basis or day-to-day reality and the sort of things that you should be looking for. Obviously, what I'm not doing here is, although I've given some examples of, you know, what I believe to be some of the extremities around the shadow, such as addiction, uh, I believe also, um, you know, by not looking at our shadow, that can also lead to mental illness and things also. This is a personal belief that I have. Um, What I'm not doing today, obviously, in, in this podcast Uh, or even in the work that I do, I am not looking at that extreme end of of the shadow. What I am looking at is the day-to-day manifestation of the shadow in our business and in our life and the sorts of things that you should be looking out for, okay, that's going to give you a clue that this sort of stuff is popping up for you because awareness is key and being really clear on almost like the symptoms of this stuff is going to give you the clues that you need to be able to go and dive deep and go down and start chipping away at that massive blooming iceberg beneath the surface. And this is also why, and I'm going to say this right up front, you absolutely, you know, depending on your personal circumstances and whatnot, but working with a qualified therapist, counselor, or a coach around some of this stuff too, depending on on where you're at, uh, is absolutely key to being able to work through and understand what is happening here beneath the surface, all right? So you can step into that potential. So you can hit those goals. And so you can, you know, create that incredible transformation that I know that you're after, all right? But things like, you know, not wanting to be visible in your business is a really good manifestation of these shadowy layers. Maybe the sort of the people-pleasing side of things, uh, you know, lack of boundaries with certain clients or team members, for example, uh, you know, maybe 
things like um, beliefs around money. Maybe you still feel really weird about making sales in your business. Maybe you've noticed that you set goals and you more often than not, you fail to, to achieve them. Uh, you kind of sabotage opportunities that might come up. Maybe you have uh, the wrong type of clients showing up in your life as well. Uh, maybe you have created or manufactured this sort of this tough type of an exterior as well, where you don't really want to let anybody in and you put on a mask, maybe where you feel like you can't reveal your true and authentic self or be vulnerable or share emotion. All of these sorts of things, guys, are little clues of, of our shadow and those sort of subconscious things that are operating beneath the surface there as well. It can also show up in terms of wanting to sort of dim down a little bit, not wanting to stand out too much, not wanting to attract attention or you know, sanding down your edges a little bit because you're afraid of offending people, you know, the old people pleaser that's coming out, kind of bending and, and sort of ebbing and flowing rather than being firm and rooted in your truth. Uh, that can often be a manifestation as well. You know, worried about what people are going to say, hate comments, fear of judgment, all of this sort of stuff. It's all really great and incredible clues as to what's going on beneath the surface. So let's start looking at some of the practicalities around this. So I'm just giving you some examples around how this may be showing up in your business. And what I really want to share with you now are some, some ways that you can start to get your arms around this concept of identity work, but also how you can start to transform and flip some of this stuff around. So you can actually start stepping into the identity of the person that you already are, hint, hint, that actually achieves those goals and actually creates that incredible change in your life, okay? So this is kind of where the rubber meets the road around all of this stuff. I mean, guys, honestly, I could speak for hours and hours around the detail of this and how it shows up, but I kind of just want to give you some, some key takeaways on this. So hopefully you can start to put some of this work into practice. Like I said, this is freaking modern day magic, this stuff, honestly, because you know, most people, I think I said this earlier, but most people are walking around completely unaware and living in very reactive cycles and patterns around their shadow. And unfortunately, when we stay in that place and when we don't acknowledge and heal and tend to these parts of ourselves, they will take over and inform and dictate the trajectory of our entire life. So we really need to get a handle on this. And I think particularly if you are a business owner, if you're someone who wants to run a successful company, you cannot have your people pleaser or your wounded child running the show. You really can't. So here's what I want you to do. First of all, first off, I want you to get curious. I want you to get really, really curious. So if you've noticed some things about yourself, maybe you've noticed that you don't want to get on camera in your business, maybe you're starting to feel like uh, if you've set a goal for yourself, maybe you're starting to feel like, oh, you know, as that goal approaches, maybe you're starting to feel burnt out or maybe you're starting to sabotage that goal. Uh, maybe you're starting to feel like there's some fears coming up around rejection or judgment in your business. Get really honest with yourself. No one can do this work for you. So you're so really dedicating some time to understanding yourself, looking at where you're taking yourself out, looking at where these patterns are showing up to. This is the work that I really recommend that you do. And you do some journaling around this every single day too. And it's this introspective work. It's this work that sort of 
takes the time, even if it's five minutes, to sort of acknowledge where these little kind of things are showing up in your life because awareness is everything. Without awareness, we cannot change. And of course, there's going to be some stuff right now that you're unaware of. There are going to be things that you do, things you say, patterns you have that you're like, oh, well, you know, I can't see that. And that's okay because the deeper you go into this work, the more committed you are to it, the more you will begin to see, the more you will, will be revealed to you. So the very first step is acknowledging and getting curious around these patterns and behaviors and things that are happening in your business, in your life. Second thing I find really useful with this kind of introspective work is to give these parts of ourselves a label. Give them a label, give them a name. Because remember, part of why they keep showing up is because they haven't been acknowledged. Right? They haven't been acknowledged. They haven't been looked at. They've been sort of discarded and you know they've had us not wanting to look at it <laughs> for 20, 30, 40, 50 years. So actually giving these parts of ourselves a name, it can be a really simple name as well. Um, and you know, there's a really interesting practice and I'm going to share a little bit with you around this as well. But Quite often when we look at the shadow name of a particular behavior, so for example, let me bring this to life with, I'll, I'll stick with the wounded child, okay? If you've noticed those parts of yourself that's, you know, feeling unloved, maybe feeling rejected, afraid of rejection, maybe you're feeling like you have a fear of judgment, think about a child who is wounded and maybe that is the name, you, you stick with that wounded child name. And again, it just, it helps our brain synthesize this stuff. It also helps this part of ourselves feel acknowledged and seen, this wounded child part of ourselves. You know, so maybe that's something that you want to start labeling it as that. Because when you label it, you compartmentalize it, you can start to see it more clearly. And it helps you process as well. So the more that you journal and the more that you self-reflect, you're like, ah, isn't that really strange? That was my wounded child popping out there. I'm going to kind of add that to the list of things I do when I'm operating from my wounded child. Similarly, um, another one, this is one that I have in particular, which is the wounded warrior. Okay. So this is the someone who, this is the person who has a very narrow focus <laughs> sometimes who, uh, you know, can even get to that point of, of burnout because they are potentially can veer on, you know, working in excess, uh, someone who values progress. You know, this is the shadow side. Okay. I'm talking about the wounded warrior. This is someone who maybe prefers, um, or values progress over relationships as well. Sometimes, so these sort of shadowy parts to the wounded warrior, really interesting to acknowledge. Again, it's just about looking at your own situation and looking at your own patterns and behaviors and beliefs that are coming up and just starting to kind of group them together a little bit, all right? Uh, you know, the saboteur is another one. You know, the saboteur is really powerful. And I believe we all have the saboteur, the one that kind of causes disruption, the one that causes a bit of mayhem, that sabotages our goals and our success because inherently it feels unworthy. Okay. So start to think about this and start to clump them together because the next part that I want you to do is look at the flip side. And this is where we start to access those powerful identities, the ones that we want to step into. Because quite often, and this is um, 
I can't remember, there's a universal law, I believe it's called the law, universal law of polarity, which basically says that light can't exist without dark and vice versa. Up can't exist without down. So essentially it means that, <clears throat> excuse me, if one thing is true, then the opposite must be true also. Kind of black without white, up without down. <laughs> Got it? Light without dark, etc. Left without right. So if if you operate sometimes from the wounded child, and I know we're going deep here, guys, but I know you're here for it. I know you love this stuff too. If you have that wounded warrior, if you have that saboteur, the opposite is also available to you. So let's look at this in practice, the wounded child. I often think about the opposite of the wounded child as being sort of the sovereign or the queen or the king, okay? That energy, that behavior is also available to me and to you, to anybody. So for example, if I think about the sovereign, this is someone who doesn't go through life feeling afraid of rejection. They're here, they're, one, they're the ones that are in control. They're achieving the dream that maybe the wounded child only dares to dream about, but thinks it's un, you know, impossible. The sovereign is the one that achieves the dream. She's the one that knows what she needs. She's the one that takes wise counsel from people. So if you think about that energy in contrast to the wounded child, you have that available to you too. And I have no doubt you see this energy operating in other parts of your life also. But I want you to sort of almost write down, if you've noticed some patterns and behaviors that are coming up around your wounded child archetype, okay, I want you to start writing down some of those patterns and behaviors that are the opposite. And again, you know, whether the, the term sovereign or, or whatever, think about what resonates for you, what term, you might even want to give it a real name, you know, so... So think about that too. The wounded warrior, the opposite is the warrior. So I very, I have this archetype too. I know many of you do. It's the one that's driven, that's heart-based, that's cause-driven, that's courageous, that takes, takes risks, has their heart on their sleeve. That energy is also available to you if you have the wounded warrior too. Can't have dark without light. And this is how easy it is to be able to access these incredible parts of ourselves too. Oh, I've just like, I've just got goosebumps when I'm speaking about this because guys, this work is so powerful. We cannot have dark without light. The universal law. So if you're able to start identifying not only your shadowy parts, your shadowy layers and those identities or archetypes, you know, Jung referred to these parts of ourselves as archetypes, as templates that we have within us the opposite is also available to us and we can access the opposite energy too. I'm going to talk about how to do that in a sec. I hope that makes sense, but the real thrust of what I'm talking about there is start writing down, start noticing these patterns, give them a name, but then also do the work of flipping it around and looking at the exact opposite and know and feel that that energy is, is available to you also. The most important part and the sort of the final bit that I want to talk about with this is the way that you start to step into these identities, these light identities, the, the warrior, the sovereign, the magician, you know, whatever these other positive identities are that you create, 
Okay. These are the identities that are going to help you get to the goal. So if you know, for example, that your goal is to get to a hundred thousand a month in your business, there is a certain type of a person, an identity that achieves that hundred thousand a month goal. And I can tell you right now, it's not your wounded child, nor is it your wounded warrior or your people pleaser. (laughs) Okay. It is the world-class CEO. It is the sovereign. It is the warrior and, and, and whatever else. But think about, again, look at your goals that you have for yourself and start to think about and feel, not just think, it's like moving this into the body as well and thinking about who is the person that achieves this goal? Who is the person that quits smoking? Who is the person that gets to 100 grand a month? Who is the person that launches their purpose-led business? Who is that person? And then starting to anchor in to that identity. And this is stuff that I do with my clients as well, guys. There's a lot of detail that, that sort of sits behind this, but I really want to kind of give you a flavor. It's about anchoring into that identity and it's about claiming that identity, but also setting up the environment around you in order to sort of, in order to, to manifest that identity and to allow it to step forth too. So for example, I'm going to give you a really basic example, okay? But one of my business goals is to double my revenue this year, is to double my business revenue. I think I've spoken about this on my social media platforms too. I know that in order to be the person who doubles her revenue, which is a very unreasonable goal (laughs) for most people, it's like particularly during a pandemic and all this, you know, that person, that identity that I need to claim is the world-class CEO and sovereign of my business. The one who moves beyond being the one woman show, who grows her team, the one that steps into and takes wise counsel from others, something that I've resisted, hint, hint, in the past, because I can be a control freak, wounded warrior, (laughs) okay? So all of these shadowy parts of myself that I know I have, all right, I know that I need to step into something different this year and ongoing, okay? And it's going to be the same for you, regardless of whatever the goal or transformation that you you have and you've set for yourself. It's about understanding who is that person. And I know, you know, for me to be world-class CEO and sovereign, sovereign in particular, guess what? Environment that I need, I need, I need some flowers around me. Like I need an environment that is beautiful. I need to be around things that bring me joy and bring me an elevated mindset and energy, beautiful things around me. All right. So there's just little changes. I mean, I've reckoned bouquet, the woman needs a bouquet of flowers. All right. So it's just, it's things like that, just little simple things that again, are just going to act as triggers also. It's like, why have I got that bouquet of flowers there again? Oh yeah. Because that's what nurtures and brings to life my inner sovereign that I know is already there is always part of me. So it's just, again, little triggers in your environment as well. They're going to help you remember to step into this stuff daily, but also rituals and habits too. Okay. So starting to ground into, and and I don't know if you have a mindset practice, I suggest that you develop one if you, if you don't have one already, but developing a mindset practice, again, it's not even something that you need to dedicate, you know, even half an hour or an hour to every day. It's literally a couple of minutes to remember and step into these identities. I have reminders set on my phone as well about stepping into the world-class CEO and sovereign identity every single day because it's part of me, but it's about calling her forward 
at regular intervals consciously. Because until we do this stuff consciously and bring it into our conscious mind, then we've got no chance of creating behavior change as well. So we've got to bring it up consciously to begin with. And it's going to feel awkward (laughs) to start with because maybe we're so used to operating in other ways or only in part of these identities. So actually calling them forward, I have reminders set on my phone. Literally, I'll spend two minutes when the reminder pops up on my phone really feeling and channeling that world-class CEO and sovereign energy. Who is that woman? What are the sorts of things that she says to herself? How does she show up? What questions does she ask? And starting to actually feel that. This is where we talk about getting into the body. This cannot be a rational intellectual exercise. It's about embodiment. It's about embodiment. This is the key. What music does she listen to? Again, triggers in the environment. Can I place, can I create a playlist that's dedicated to this identity? Guys, this is where it's like, this is where it happens. You cannot just sit down and make a list and think, okay, yeah, I know I need to sort of step into this. I need to do more of this done. No, we're talking about massive transformation and that requires embodiment, energy, feeling and doing, obviously. Things come up day-to-day problems in my business. First question I ask myself is, how would a world-class CEO and sovereign respond to this problem? Yeah, getting into, again, getting into the identity to take action. What would my world-class CEO do if my Facebook advertising account got shut down? (laughs) would she go and cry in a corner and feel like, you know, oh my gosh, everything goes wrong for me all the time, wounded child, victim? Or would she get super freaking resourceful and say, okay, now what? Who can I speak to? Where can I get help? How can I get resourceful? Who can help me with this? Starting to ask better questions. This is where change comes from, okay? Identity level change is where it's at. This is where real lasting transformation occurs, not in checklists, not in to-do lists, not in any of that intellectual stuff. It comes from embodiment. It comes from energetics. It comes from the subconscious mind and bringing it and transforming it into the conscious. So guys, I hope you enjoyed that episode as much as I loved sharing this with you. Honestly, like I said, I could talk about this all day. This is stuff that I cover in a lot of detail with my clients as well in all of my programs. So I do suggest that if you are a new or aspiring business owner, if you're looking to to get yourself launched or to obviously take your business to the next level, do reach out, book a complimentary breakthrough call with me this week. All of the links and stuff are below in the show notes. But guys, I would be absolutely thrilled to talk to you about this and also why this is just so, so business uh, important for you to take your business to the next level as well. Okay, so guys, do reach out obviously share this episode. If you found it useful, give it likes, give it thumbs up, all of that sort of stuff, because this is really how I grow the podcast too. And I really appreciate all of your support. I appreciate all of you for being here. I know many of you follow me on social media too. So guys, lots and lots of love. Look forward to catching up with you very, very soon. Bye. Thanks so much for tuning in to the Big Talk podcast today. If you have enjoyed this episode, then please do leave us a review and share it with your friends. For further information about our programs and free content, head on over to lightpurposeliving.com. See you soon.